Welcome back to the Escape Road Podcast, everybody. My name is Fung. And I'm Ron. Good evening. Yeah. How's, been, how's your last couple of days been? Such uh, like a busy, uh, busy guy. Oh, dude, I'm, uh, I'm starting to be... Yesterday, I was so beat. When I, when yeah. I came home, I had like a 6 a.m. wake up, 7 a.m. <laughs> start. Uh, so I started work. My particular work, so I was hustling from 7 to 9. Yeah. Uh, sorry, to 7 to 9.30. So I was doing like a, a, sh- a video shoot for a client. And then from then I went to my regular job from 10 to four. Uh, from then I went to the gym to do some uh, a video shoot for our, uh, for Gracie Parramatta. Oh yeah. And then from, uh, from there I went home, had dinner and I was intending to do some edit. Yep. Intending, right? That's the key word here. And I just lied down in bed and just did nothing. I was, I was burnt out. I was done. I was done for the day. What time did you hit the hay? <clears throat> uh, nine o'clock. Wow. Yeah. Nine o'clock I was already knocked out. Yeah. Well, I mean, you kind of had a full day. Yeah. Um, yeah. And today was, did you have a shoot this morning? Thankfully, no. I woke up, I woke up at like 8.30 though. Um, I was intending to wake up early again to do some edits, but that didn't happen. I just went straight to work. And from work, I went straight here. So, Well, I mean, that, that sounds like you had a pretty good sleep then. Yeah. It was a good sleep. Good rest. It was a good sleep. Yeah. I had a, fu- a funny thing happen though. Um, as there was so like I was must have been dreaming about something, but it was bad enough for me to wake up and elbow AB in the in the, in the body. <laughs> she she woke up in the middle of the night. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, I'm sorry, it was my own brain doing the the work here. Can't blame you for that. Yeah. So, what do you got for me today, man? The, this is actually uh, it is almost directed towards you. Um, I think the last. How long has it been since you started shooting um, these drone shots and photography related stuff? I've had my first potential client in February, uh, but didn't start shooting until March. So when did you start getting paid? I started getting paid in mid-April. Mid-April. Yeah. So it's been about a month since you started getting paid for it. Well, just to clarify, I was invoicing for Invoice. March, yeah. but I didn't start getting paid <laughs> until April. So, <laughs> Yeah. So the reason why I wanted to talk about this was because um, I wanted to get into this concept. Um, it's called Ikigai. It's a, a Japanese concept and it's um, very, very simply, it's uh, the reason for being. So very a purpose, the reason for getting up in the morning. The reason why I want to talk about this is because I've seen a bit of an evolution in you through this past two months since the end of the market game for you. It seems like things have been lining up and not just in terms of, um, you know, making money, just, just in terms of how it seems you enjoy your work more now than before. Okay. So, so yep. Yeah. So this, this concept of Ikigai is essentially, um, a way to think about, um, it, it's kind of like a, a few questions to ask yourself in order to figure out exactly what is your, Ikigai or what is your purpose or your reason for being? I think so lot, it's just a purpose in like a general form. So, so, yeah. So, so there's, there's maybe one of, you know, a few things that you could do that sort of touches on these uh, four factors. 
And these four factors are essentially um, uh, things that you love to do, something that the world needs, um, what you're good at, and also what you can get paid for. If what if that thing that you're doing um, sort of hits on all four of those factors, then you then it means that you sort of reached that ikigai, the uh, the peak of your purpose. And I feel like a lot of people don't ever get to that ever get to that point. So when you you know when when we first started um, this podcast, we talked a lot about this this um sorry dude can i just yeah it's <laughs> just like <laughs> uh, okay uh, sorry to interrupt you man um i'll oh, edit sorry. that out that's fine that's fine can can you do you want to continue your thoughts or do you want to so, so do you want me to ask you some questions right now uh just, just ask, me, ask me a question okay so i want to know so the, the 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 notion of ikigai as you mentioned right is a process of understanding your purpose I think Ikigai is actually the purpose the that purpose. hits all those factors. And I think a lot of people or everybody in life is searching for that Ikigai. What is that thing that they do, um, that they enjoy doing, that the world needs, that they're good at and they're getting paid for? Interesting. Um, this, this strikes a movie in my head right now is Will Smith. The purpose of, uh, sorry, the, the pursuit of happiness. Mm -hmm. That's a great movie. Mm -hmm. uh, this is what I'm thinking about as you were defining, uh, Ikigai. Now, what, what are the four, what, what are the, 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 the principles of Ikigai? Yeah. So as I mentioned, um, the first thing is what do you love? So this is something, this is a, a passion. This is something you enjoy. Um, something that causes you to be present or when you're doing it, you're almost in a flow state. So for you, what is that one thing that you really enjoy doing? And when you're doing it, it's just, you're in a flow state. You just, you're just right there. Editing. Editing. For some reason, like it just, it just falls into place when I start. Like, I mean, before I started, I procrastinate a little bit, yep. but as soon as I start the process, that's it. I'm, I'm like, you can't take me off that computer. Okay. For, so for you, that's, <clears throat> um, uh, editing. And what do you think you're good at? It doesn't necessarily have to be editing right now. It could be something that you're good at. I'm just, well, what for one, I'm good at spending. <laughs> <laughs> no, but spending right in, the, in terms of like investing in, in, in equipment and mm. also trying to learn the process of uh, whatever you are undertaking. For me, I, it was video and photography. Yeah, I think for you, what you're good at is uh, sort of enthusiastic about learning different things that you don't have experience in. Yeah, specifically, it has to involve a tool of some sort okay okay so for example like if you're talking about a podcast just yep. before you go your mind gets to like someplace <laughs> dirty mate <laughs> calm yourself down <laughs> no if it if you take the the, the, the context of podcasting it, it involves tools because there's the recorder there's the microphones there's, there's the earphones there's so uh, software software there's all those things that that comes together to create this podcast uh, in the in 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 the context of uh, building something at home, like for example, the garden bed I just made for Abby, mm -hmm. that involved a hand tool, a power tool, screwdrivers, uh, all that stuff. So there's <clears throat> there seems to be for me like a, a pattern when I get pretty excited about something, or in this in in this case, what am I good at? Is that is that the principle? Yeah. So what am I good at is is picking up a tool, looking at it, and 
trying to figure out how to use that tool. Hmm. So that's that's what I, I think I'm I'm good at. I I, I think I have to agree. Um, you know, so photography, editing. There's no no nobody's naturally good at those things. You know, it's very it's uh, a it's I, very non natural. Um, Ability. I, I beg to differ in that respect. Okay. I, I wouldn't say like I'm the best, but there are people out there who are outstanding. They're outstanding, they're, they're, but they didn't like nobody really picks up a piece of um, you know, computing and then all of a sudden they they just naturally know what to do with it. You know, it's almost like it's so not natural, this computer, that there is a amount of learning, there is an amount of understanding of how things work in order for you. And then, and then from there on, you can be naturally good at using different tools and this and that. But I guess my point is that, um, you know, what you're good at right now, I think is, is this whole editing thing, but that's not something you were good at previously before you sort of naturally, um, gotten better at that through, through work. I've through gotten better, but yeah. I wouldn't, I'm nowhere near good. I think yeah. for, for where we are, I think you're yeah. good enough. Yeah. Um, and, and so the, the, one of the other factors is what you can get paid for. So this is your profession. This is what, um, puts food on the table and being able to satisfy this is probably the most important factor for, I would say the majority of society, right? Because it allows you to be comfortable. It allows you to, you know, feed your family, put a roof over the head. And if you're getting paid enough, it means you can be comfortable enough to be able to worry about those other three things. Mm-hmm. And I think this is sort of where, um, a lot of people get stuck. They get stuck at this point where they get paid good enough, but they don't really want to invest in figuring out what they love to do, what the world needs, and maybe something else they're good at, which is not necessarily their job. So um, I think when you think about the stereotypical nine to five person who's just, you know, bored shitless at their job, the reason why they're there is because they are, you know, good enough for their job and they're getting paid well enough. Okay. And and they sort of just flow through life like that. Yeah, and because yeah, of that, I they agree. never yeah. reach that icky guy. They yeah. never figure out how to combine these three or four factors into that one purpose. So let me reiterate your um, the, the principles of icky guy at the moment is, so what I'm getting is what you love, that's one. Number two is what the world needs. Yeah. Have you covered that one yet? That's that's the last one. Okay, so so the one that we've already covered is what what you love, what you are good at, and what you can pay for. Now, what you love and what you're good at is something that's quite natural. Uh, the more you you do something, or or you the more you get interested in something and start doing it, you start developing a a love for it, a a a, a knack for it, right? Yeah. Now. I agree in the sense that what you can get paid for is something is a, is a question that is very hard for people to understand when they're starting out a hobby or a new job or a, a something an endeavor that can, you can live with. Um, and the problem I think lies in people not being able to value themselves. They don't have a point of reference because it's something that's very different. Uh, uh, thought, uh, it's, it's a different thought process once you actually start figuring out how to, to, how to make money versus coming out from the nine to five uh, who, uh, where you're used to paying the same amount every single week. So you don't have that muscle. You don't have that muscle to say like, hey, this is what I'm doing and this is how much I want to be paid for. Because to them, thinking of the nine to five is, hey, this is how much I get per week. Therefore, this is how much I'm worth per hour, mm-hmm. right? 
so it, it's it's definitely um, a hard question to to figure out at the start. Now it's the same if you're going if I'm going to use my context in the whole video uh, editing or video like shooting um, things at the moment. I went in undervaluing myself hard. I've got a regular client now, but I'm stuck with that particular client for that particular amount of money, which is like what seventy dollars per hour, because mm. right? I didn't know how much to charge people. Yeah, uh, I think, but then again, you know, you you were starting off. You know, you I don't think you can be charging just the market rate when you don't have a uh, massive of, portfolio. Of, of course not. But like even at a starting rate, even I say someone who's just came out of film school, who's got the understanding of uh, of video editing or video shooting or the creative, in the creative field, they at least have an inkling of how much people kind of do get for, this, for, for the amount of knowledge that they have, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, is, is that something that you knew how much, you know, no. starting people got? No. So I, that's I, research. I, I, still, I still don't. I still yeah. don't. Like, you know, it's, it's kind of hard to understand. And I see some people charging. I'm like, how do you get to that number? How do you, <laughs> like, how do you measure? Where is your point of reference? You yeah. know what I mean? So it's it's like saying, hey, someone who's who's used to earning forty five thousand dollars a year, who's got this particular lifestyle, and then looking at someone who's who's earning millions and millions of dollars a year, driving a nice car, having a massive home, yep. to them it's a totally different world. They can't mm. reconcile that. So, what you can get paid for is a question that's again to reiterate is very hard to answer. Mm. So, so the last factor here is what the world needs. So this is what they call your mission. Um, it identifies your place in this world. Um, sort of knowing that you're needed, there's a feeling that you're needed by the world, something that you do that makes people feel, that makes people feel like they're needed. Um, and it's almost like what they do that makes a difference and is noticed by the world. So the, the, the flip side to that is, is a job where people sort of feel un, unimportant because they're just part of the cog, they're just part of the system. They're not really noticed by anybody. So what you want to do is it for, for this factor is to do something that is that the world needs. It doesn't have to be worldwide. It could be something in your local community. It could be something amongst um, you know, your industry that you're known for, that you get noticed for. Because people like to be recognized for the work that they do, right? The work that they um the, you know, the 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 results of the hard work they put in. I certainly get a kick out of it. Yeah. So these four factors, when you put them all together and you find that middle intersecting spot, that is Ikigai. And so, you know, what, you know th this is a quote from, from this article that I was reading. That's uh, the problem for millions of people is that they stop being curious about new experiences as they assume responsibilities and build routines. And they never explore these other, these other factors that all, all four, add to their lives in some way or another. Okay. So where, where, you know, where I saw you was when you're doing the, the market job, you were just getting paid fairly well. Yeah. And, you know, you're fairly good at it, but it wasn't something you love to do. And, you know, I don't think the world needed markets. I mean, to, to illustrate what you're saying right now, right? The, the, if, you, if people check our show notes out, we have an, a diagram, a very complicated looking oh, it will be on diagram. Social, social yeah. media, isn't it? Yeah, it will be yeah. there. Uh, but like what I'm trying to, what Ron is trying to illustrate is that it, in the bottom section where there's like a blue circle in this Venn diagram, there's like 
the question, the, the, the principle, what you can get paid for. And there's a little, little sort of in- overlapping um, section where it yep. says comfortable, but feeling of emptiness. <laughs> that's that's right. exactly what I felt. It's just like, hey, what the, what the hell am I doing something with this for? Uh, and, and that's called a profession. Yeah. That, that area. And I think that's where a lot of people just, um, they, they're comfortable with being comfortable. I was, I was comfortable with being comfortable and, you know, I didn't think there was anything wrong with it, you know, and, and to an extent there's nothing wrong with it, but it's almost like if there's so much more, then isn't, isn't that worth striving for rather than just being comfortable and not taking risks? Mm -hmm. This is, you know, not, not doing a podcast was my, um, was my position before. And I was comfortable with not doing it. Did but you ever, ever think of like starting no, one? Never, hmm. never. Like it, I was just comfortable with just listening. Like I never thought, it, it never came to my, you know, it came to mind that, hey, I can maybe do a podcast as well. So, and especially because, you know, and, and then it got to the point where, you know, I love doing it. I, I, I love the idea of a podcast, but it, it, it wasn't, I, don't, I didn't think it was what the world needed. I didn't think I was going to get paid for it and I didn't think I was very good at it. So why would I, why would I do it? Mm. And it's almost, you had to convince me in order to, um, to, to, to go down this, uh, this rabbit hole of, of podcasting. And it's gone to the point where, you know, I'm, I'm, I think I'm semi good at it and we've got our first Patreon. Um, give me a, so give, give me a, a, a sort of standing in, in, on a scale of one to 10. What do you, what do you, uh, sort of four when you when you say i am semi good at it um you mean like a ranking yeah out of five i'll say maybe like a no one, i say out of ten bro. two oh uh four what <laughs> i still don't think i'm i'm great but you know it, it's it's one of those um one of the factors is what are you good at i'm not great at this but i'm working towards it and it is something that I can work towards to get better at. So in this, in this, in your particular uh, sort of standing here, then you tick sort of two boxes, right? So you tick- Right now with this podcast. Yeah. So you tick, what do you love? Right. Yep. And also you tick, what are you good at? Yep. Now I'm not going to, when I say, what are you good at? I'm not going to say, hey, you're, you're, you're on the scale of one to 10, you're, you're number four, which is kind of dismal if you think about it. <laughs> but I'm talking about in relation to when you first started. Yeah, I'm definitely right. better. So I'm going to say good. Good. Yeah. Yeah, good. And it's if a, you follow Jocko, look, good. You, you are good, right? So the intersection between what you love and what you're good at is a passion. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I is a quote unquote passion for me is detailing cars. I love doing it. I'm getting fairly decent at it. And that's a passion. Um, and that intersection, intersecting area is satisfaction but a feeling of uh, uselessness because it doesn't go anywhere. You don't get paid from it. You don't get, mm-hmm. the world doesn't really need it. In, in my, uh, in my particular, particular standing in regards to this, I think people should do a lot of more, a lot more useful, uh, useless things. I think, yeah, I, I agree. I think generally a lot of people just don't do, just don't find things that, um, that they're interested in and, and sort of pursue it. It's, it's more, it's, it's more like people always, want to find an excuse to do something, right? By excuse, I mean- well, They uh, need an excuse. They need an excuse, uh, whether it be monetary value, whether they can, they're going to get something out of it, 
or just a general want you to be rewarded for something that you do, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, entitlement, sorry, not reward, but entitlement for something that you do. But when I say people should do a lot more useless, useless things, I mean that go out there, try something. If it doesn't work, good. You just found something new. You just found that you're not good at that. You just found that you, you don't like it. You just found that, hey, there's not enough as much money in it as I thought there might be so that I, uh, so that I can may survive for the quality of life that, I, life that I want, right? So that's what I mean by doing more useless things. More useless things that could potentially add to, um, what's, that, what's, that, what's that word? Um, when something is good for your life, like happiness, value? Value to life, I guess. I don't know what it's called, but um, the 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 other intersecting um, bubbles here is um, what the world needs and what we can get paid for. So there's an ex- there's a there's a there's some ex- there's some excitement, there's some complacency from it because it might not necessarily be what you'd love to do. Mm-hmm. So you know, other people are stuck in that that little little bubble. The whole point is that you want to find that middle bit, the intersecting bit. And I think for most people, they, they'll never, never get there. And, but I think is the pursuit of that intersecting point, the ikigai, which I think everybody should be striving for. So when you think about some of your, I mean, you know, correct me on this, but I think some of your heroes might be like a Gary V or a Elon Musk mm-hmm. or a Tim Ferriss. Mm-hmm. When you think about these four factors, do you think they've, sort of hit on all four? Yeah, they are, they are definitely on a different frequency, right? They, uh, they just are beyond criticism because they've found a particular area in their life where things just make sense. They basically entered their flow state, right? Um, and you can see that with Gary Vee. A lot of people don't like the way he speaks, right? They don't like the way he speaks because he speaks truth. He speaks uh, something that people don't understand fully. They don't understand the concept of uh, not sacrificing yourself, not sacrificing the things that you love, uh, not sacrificing a little bit of that $100,000 a year that they have, right? So it's comfortable. That's comfortable, right? Yeah. But it's not satisfaction or happiness or, you know, like it doesn't take a lot of these uh, or, or any of these four principles. Yeah. So you're not doing something that you love. You're not doing something that the world needs. Like, for example, if you're a factory worker, how like does the world really need you to be in that factory doing the same thing over and over again? Whereas now in this day and age, I can get a robot to do it, mm. right? And they, they don't take the whole, the, what I'm good at. You're not good at do. Uh, you're not good at something if you're going to be repeating it over and over again. That's not going good. But you're that's very just, good at that one specific thing. That's just called, uh, what, what is it called? It's not being good at something. It's just following the process. It's a, what does Einstein say? Like uh, the definition of insanity, doing something over and over again, <laughs> expecting this different result. Yeah. And then you're not good at that. You're not good at the fourth principle is you can get paid for it because that money doesn't really mean anything at the end of the day. Nope. Even if you work at a, a factory, for example, and you earn like what, $50 an hour, sure, you can get a big house, but your mental state is probably not going to be, uh, your mental- Because you're ev- not doing something you love. Yeah, probably, your, your mental likely. evolution is not going to be there. Your mental in- intelligence is not going to be there because a lot of people who are doing mundane jobs, uh, repetitive jobs, end up- and, and, and hate it. And hate it. So, and they, if these people end up, what do they do? They end up uh, splurging like on expensive things like branded stuff, expensive cars. Just to lift- their, yeah. their, their, their life. Exactly. So 
you have uh, in my when when I think about this 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 process of uh, this sorry this so um, quality of life was the ah that's the term I was looking for yeah. yeah yeah so you know there there's I, I think I think you know we have to add the caveat that there are some people who are perfectly happy with doing that one thing they that's enjoy fine. the community mm-hmm. with, with um you know their their workmates whatever and you know they might think that they are contributing to the world by putting together a, a car or something. I don't know. Like there, there's always exception to it. So I'm not saying I'm not trying to paint a broad brush or anything like that, but I think, I think in, in this respect as well, there is a lot of people who are just getting paid for what they're good at, but they don't, they don't really, they don't really um, provide anything to the world. Nobody really notices them and they don't, they don't really love what they do. So, you know, going back to guys like, you know, Tim Ferriss or Elon Musk, they clearly, Provide something the world needs. People listen to them. They love what they do. It's something that they think about every day. They're really good at it, and they get paid for it. So that's when a lot. Of, that's why a lot of people, when they look at, um, you know, movie stars or whatever, they they see they they think that they see these people reaching their the pinnacle. And for them, that might be their heroes, whatever. But I think the. You you know when when people look up to these people and and think that hey you know these these people have you know have have got got everything that they wanted, but then they they don't think about that it's it's a possibility for them. Mm, they don't th- they don't really think about the philosophy of it. Like right? They're like oh you know I'm getting paid well, I'm, I'm never going to be able to do something that I love that I'm going to get paid for or I'm never going to be good at this thing which I um enjoy, I, I, I like the concept of it but I don't I've never tried it. So there's a lot of things that I think a lot of people can do, um, which could eventually lead to hitting those four four factors. Um, you know, going back to you, for example, you've always loved videography, you always loved um, photography. That's something that you enjoy doing, but you never got paid for it. Well, uh, I think uh, why I never got paid for it, or no, why I never seek uh, uh, what's a uh, the part the, the the future tense of seek. Suck. <laughs> Never seek it. To sort, yeah. To sort. <laughs> what the fuck? Well, why I never sought the that that my my purpose or my passion is because I was thought in the mentality of like, hey, I have this particular sort of lifestyle that I've already main like sort of needed to maintain, and I, and that particular lifestyle needs a particular sort of monetary value to maintain it right so i never really gave me the my, myself the permission or in this case the permission to seek out my ikigai right? there, there is there's certainly a level of uh risk involved in quitting mm. in order to pursue something you love to do you know there's the risk of losing a, a pretty stable paycheck there's a risk of you um investing time in something that you know people don't end up paying you for there's there's a lot of risk involved, and I think rightfully so. A lot of people are scared to to give it a go, and I think where it's different for you is that um, you had an opportunity to to do this, and you went for it. Yeah. And now you know you're hitting almost three of those those marks. You love to do it. You're getting paid for it, and you know, yeah, I think you're pretty I, good at it. I've got a plan for what the world needs. I've got a plan for it. It's coming. Like, it's I coming. mean, it, you could you could argue that this podcast is 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 to hit that point. Well, as well, assuming that we get big, then and we get paid for it, and I we mean, love we, doing we, this. We're getting what 30, 40 listens 
per episode right now. So we're we're reaching people. I think some are even are. more than that. Yeah. Yeah. So I so mean, uh, you know, like for for us, uh, you know, for for me in particular as well, there was, I I I'd never. Well, first of all, I didn't know that this concept existed. I mean, now that I did, when I think back on it, I would have never thought about um, you know reaching that pinnacle, that intersection of these four factors, if I never opened my mind enough to consider it a, a possibility. Let's uh, let's play a thought experiment. I'm interested to to see what your concept is. Picture picture yourself hitting the pinnacle of your ikigai. Right to of this concept, right? So, what does it look like? What is it that you are doing that you love? What is it that you're you're doing that you're making money with, or and also you're good at and serves the greater community of the world? I want to see what it what it looks like in your mind, whatever you you might you might be doing. I've never thought about this before, and I'm thinking about it in real time right now. But I think if I was to take this podcast, um pretty far for example like in, in my mind i'm just thinking super far ahead and think as far as you can and i've hit all the um milestones then i would think that this would be um you know that intersection the ikigai because if i think far enough you know we would be getting paid for this fairly well i enjoy doing this i enjoy talking um about these these types of topics um, and looking far ahead, I might be pretty good at it. And if we're getting paid for it, it means that people value what we say, which means it's something that the world needs. Mm. So your ikigai is the future of this podcast. I think I think um, the concept of ikigai isn't necessarily one thing, but this certainly could be that in one your, thing in your in your own def- definition yeah, of it. Yeah, um, yeah, this, this this certainly could be. Yeah, mm. interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's certainly, it's it's certainly to enough to want to keep grinding at this. Mm. Um, you've, you've certainly showed some enthusiasm towards it um, and also like consistency towards it. Uh, there's like a stability in you that I've seen with this podcast where you, you're, not, you're not getting too disheartened or too excited about it. No. So there's like a, a sort of uh, not exponential, but gradual. Growth. I think I've I've gradually yeah you're there's, right. There's there's certainly a gradual growth that I've seen in you so far since we started the podcast, man. You have dis- displayed, for example, like uh, there's inkling of things that you might be good at that I'm not. For example, putting out those Instagram posts or coming up with a name for the, the Escape Road podcast, right? That's all you, mate. And the concept of like finding out these sort of topics to talk about that expands your mind mind state. That's something that you're probably good at as well. This is obviously because in, because you've actually started following your ikigai, your path. Yeah, and I think if I've never went down this path, I would have never thought about all these different things. I would never have done something, you know, outside of what, what I'm getting paid for at my job that I really, really enjoy and that I want to have a passion for, which is which is this podcasting thing. And I, I think. And and for me to to be almost thinking about you know what I'm thinking about now, you know it it, it sounds like it's it's taken a lot of thinking and and it's true. But at the same time, for me to get into this path of thinking, it just needed me to me and you to start a podcast. And honestly, you know we've done episodes on this before 
it's not that hard. It's not that hard to try something and and realize that hey, I can do a lot more. Hey, I can I can go for things that is a little bit risky, but it could be something I really enjoy doing. It, you know, when I started this, I thought there was some certain some risk involved. Okay, you what know, risk? Like look, <laughs> look around you, bro. I look foolish. I don't know. I sound foolish. Maybe I do. I don't know. Let me know. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the, I thought there was there was risks, and I think you convinced me that you know it's there's there's nothing nothing really bad that can really come out of this. If anything, it's it's it can only be a positive. And you're totally right. You're totally right. Yeah. Now the next thing is getting like truly paid for this and. It's gonna we're, happen. We're on our way. It's gonna happen. It's just a matter of time, bro. It's a matter of time. Um, but yeah, man. Like if 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 we didn't, if I didn't start this podcast as well, I wouldn't be where I am today. I wouldn't have these concepts in my head. I wouldn't give. I wouldn't, wouldn't have given myself permission to do the things I'm doing right now. And I'm thankful for it. I am not nowhere as successful as I want to be, because my definition of success is way out there somewhere. Uh, but it's getting there. It's getting better every single day. Yeah, my, I just noticed today, for example, like even yesterday, sorry. There, when I talk to people, whether it be George at, at the gym or like uh, anyone who, who has a, a, a sort of authority over me, there, there was there was always the apprehension to speak my mind because there's there's this fear of like, hey, do I look stupid? Yeah. Do I uh, do I have the authority to say what I'm saying right now? What's uh, the word? Uh- Self-conscious. Yeah, self-conscious. That's right. That's a good word for it, actually. Mm. <laughs> no, but like when you start, this is, I think, is a side effect of like starting something that you love as well. It gives you like this level of confidence that you've never had in the past because you're sure of yourself. You, you're sure of your purpose. You're sure of the, the, the things that you are doing. So no one can take that away from you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, there's certainly a level of... um you know, just, just doing the this podcast, and you know, in in particular, there's things I've gotten better at, and and um, you know, related to this podcast, and it's just over time you just get better at it, and then you have less of these um, obstacles in your mind when you want to say certain things. Now <clears throat> we're we're getting at, at to that time here. I want to say this particular article. Can, where, where, who who was the person that actually came up with this? So I think his his name is Hector Garcia. He's the guy who wrote this book on Ikigai. Um, so okay, so he he didn't come up with the concept of Ikigai, but he he wrote about it. Um, and I'm sure we'll chuck it on our um, show notes where you can buy this book. Mm-hmm. Um, I think where I would like to end this is maybe just asking our audience to ask themselves these questions. And what are those four factors? What do you love to do? What do you think the world needs? What you're good at? And what can you get paid for? Meditate on it, people. Meditate on it. Really sit down, have a coffee, have a tea, wherever you might be. Just relax yourself. Don't think about it. Don't open your phone. Don't look at the TV. Just sit down and have, really have a, have a think about what you are doing right now. Does it tickle all of those boxes? Does it fulfill you? Does it happen to make, make you happy? Now, I think I, I rave, I've raved on in the past episode a lot about, perp- uh, sorry, a lot about passion, but I think this clarifies things, gives, gives people a process to think about in terms of reaching their purpose, not their passion instead kind of thing. Because so, I think Lewis Howes in his podcast says that 
passion is finite. Uh, purpose isn't. Yeah. Yeah. And, and when, when you've done your meditating and you've thought about a few things that you could do, which does hit a few of these factors, but not all of them, it doesn't really matter if it doesn't, that one thing doesn't hit all four factors. Just give it a go and it could eventually get you get paid. And if you get paid well enough, your name gets big enough, maybe the world notices you and it's something that the world needs. So that one thing, even though right now you don't think that it hits all four factors, it could grow into it. And it could become something you really you know, become something that you really enjoy and you know, you find your icky guy. Mm. Now, speak of icky guy. I know what you guys, you guys can start off with. I know what you guys love. You guys love the Escape Rope podcast. So what I'm going to ask you from you is give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Give us a five-star review on any podcast player that you use to listen to your podcast, whether it be um, iTunes, whether it be Stitcher, Spotify, Overcast, Podcast Addict like you and like Ron and I love. Please leave us a review. That would be amazing. And you can also certainly find us on our Instagram, so it's uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at The Escape Rope. Yeah, that's going to be our show, in our show notes, guys. And if you want to support us, uh, we've already got our first uh, Patreon subscriber. And, um, and on Amazon, our Amazon link on our website. If you're going to buy something, use our link. We get a very small kickback from Amazon. Um, any, any, um, any cents, any dollars, they all help. <laughs> Now, guys, go out there and show the world needs the Escape Road podcast, all right? And with that, we're signing off. See ya. See ya. <laughs>